before I dive into this episode, I want to invite you to a free live workshop with me. It's June 13th, and the topic is bad managers. I love this topic. I know you probably don't, yet you need to know the types of bad managers and what to do because you might have some mediocre leaders on your teams. Please check it out. It's June 13th. It's free to everyone. You just need to go to awesomeleader.com slash bad dash managers. Once again, awesomeleader.com slash bad dash managers. Hope to see you there. I bet you're amazing at a lot of things. And yet you probably make some mistakes. And then you need to apologize for those missteps or bad decisions. Apologizing is a fact of life for any leader, for all humans. Yet many leaders don't take the time to plan out apologies or learn how to do them well. I have five tips for you to make it easier to say, I'm sorry. I'm Lila Bullingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 25 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. Yes, it's possible. I love what I do, and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. And in my online coaching and training programs, I create leadership ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. In this podcast, you can experience some of that micro-learning. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are under 15 minutes. Let's get started. In this episode of The Leadership Shot, I want to review some fundamentals about how to apologize, how to say sorry. First, the elephant in the room here, the thing we all know, but we don't want to mention, no one likes to apologize. I've never met a leader who said, you know, Lila, I enjoy apologizing. It's great. I really love to say sorry to my team. I've never met anyone who says that they love apologizing. They enjoy it. However, it's just a fact of life for anybody. By definition, you're apologizing if you're in the wrong or if you're in a role where you're the visible representative for a mistake or a change in strategy that causes pain or disappointment to others. I'm going to focus on a situation where you're having a one-on-one conversation and you need to apologize in a sincere, thoughtful, and concise manner. I have five tips to help you out here. Tip number one, name the mistake or situation and figure out your feelings. This seems obvious Yet I feel it gets lost in many apologies. What did you do wrong? What did you forget? How did you disappoint someone? Be clear about the mistake and name it. Write it down. Understand the implications of it. In other words, know what you're apologizing for or about and what happened as a result. Then the second part is to address how you feel about this. This is key because if you don't figure out and name how you feel about this mistake, it can be easy for you to have a less sincere or thoughtful approach to the apology. Are you disappointed in yourself? Are you scared? Are you nervous? Are you angry at yourself? Those are your feelings about your actions, not the feelings you want to convey to the person to whom you're apologizing. So you're doing this in advance, understanding what you did wrong, naming it, and really tackling your feelings. You've heard me talk about emotional baggage before. It really applies here. Understand any baggage you have about this apology. It's natural and expected to feel a certain way about your actions. Don't allow your feelings to be in the room, on the call, when you apologize. Again, this is about you for now, your feelings. Acknowledge them now. 
Think about them now before you start the apology. Tip number two, use consistent eye contact. When you are in the meeting, when you're apologizing, I want you to use eye contact. If you avoid eye contact when saying sorry, it deflates the value of your words. That's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what it does. It sends a variety of messages to the other person. It can say things like, I don't believe in what I'm saying because I really am not looking at you. I'm not taking this seriously. It can also say, I don't believe I need to apologize. Overall, no eye contact or inconsistent eye contact in any meeting, but especially when apologizing, it's confusing and insincere. Your eyes should match your words. Look at the person. Be honest. Be personal. Don't hide. Look directly at the person when you're apologizing. If you're in a video call, you're going to be looking at the green dot at the camera, not at the person on your screen, not in the video interface. I know this is awkward because you can't really see them reacting, yet you need to give them your eyes. So again, you're looking at the camera. And this is also consistent eye contact. This isn't roaming eye contact. This isn't a quick look at somebody and then looking down or away for a long period of time. This is eye contact of several seconds at a time, consistent eye contact. Of course, you're not staring wide-eyed the whole time. You can look down and look away, yet overall, you're fully in the meeting, in person or remote, and you're showing it with your eyes. You're saying, I'm sincere. Tip number three, use the words, I'm sorry. Does this sound too obvious? Maybe, and also, I'm sure you've been on the receiving end of some so-called apologies that don't actually include the words, I'm sorry. When you apologize, you use the words, I'm sorry. And don't beat around the bush or try to apologize in a roundabout, kind of coward way of doing things. I'm sorry you didn't like what I did. Or I'm sorry you were offended. Yes, my vocal tone isn't perfect there, but I want to emphasize that these aren't apologies. I'm sorry you didn't like what I did. Okay, that's a way of turning it around to be the other person's problem. Again, those aren't apologies. They're indirect You're not acknowledging that you're at fault. You're saying, actually, the other person's at fault because they got offended and they got upset. Don't put the onus of the wrongdoing on the person you're apologizing to. They didn't do anything wrong, my friend. You did. Tip number four, share the why and what you've learned. What are you apologizing for? Your words are hollow unless you indicate the reason behind them. I am sorry for fill in the blank. I apologize that I did blank, fill in the blank, and blank, fill in the blank, happened as a result. I also want you to think about what you've learned. Be prepared to share that. What did you learn from your misstep? What will you do differently in the future? Share that with the person you're speaking with. Then they will hear the whole story. They will hear what you did wrong, that you're expressing remorse, what you've learned, and what you're going to do differently in the future. Tip number five, listen. Okay, another obvious one, yet, come on, doesn't happen as often as we want it to write in any conversation. Your apology is a conversation. It's a dialogue. Read the other person's body language and anticipate when they want to speak. Create pauses in the conversation, longer pauses than you think you may need to take. This helps to create space for the other person to speak. And as they speak, be present in the conversation. You're fully listening, like all of your body, your eyes, everything. You want to be just in this moment. You're thinking about what they're saying as they say it. You're not thinking about what you're saying in response, when it's your time to speak, about your next meeting, all those things. Absorb what they're saying. 
And having gone through your emotional baggage should make listening easier because the feelings you have about this conversation and about the apology, you've already noted them. They're familiar feelings. Maybe not ones you like to acknowledge, but you know they're there. One more thought about listening. Be like a sponge. Soak it up. Don't interrupt and don't push back or defend your actions. So those were five ideas to make apologizing easier for you. And I know it's a humbling experience for you, for me. I want you to feel more prepared when you need to apologize. And remember, your team is looking to you as a leader. If you develop a comfort with admitting mistakes and apologizing, you help to develop a sense of trust and responsibility with your team. You demonstrate behaviors you want them to foster in themselves and to use with their relationships with their stakeholders. You want them to be able to admit mistakes and express it and apologize. I hope this has been helpful. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Before you go, please hit subscribe or click to follow this podcast. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. If you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free webinars and free resources. Also, if you want to learn how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your teams, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll learn all about my online coaching and training program, and you can check out a lesson for free. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot.